Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Hey y'all, I'm April. And I'm Caroline. And this is your bloody happy hour. Caroline, are you ready for this? This is your newest guilty pleasure. It's the bloodiest part of your week. Did we say something about it also being happy hour? Showed in. Because we're about to be sipping on some murder. Bloody happy hour. Hey, y'all. Hi. Hi. It's Thursday, and we thirsty, April. and it's bloody happy hour. Oh, keep it going, girl. Keep it going. Who are you? Uh, I'm Caroline. And I'm April. Oh, my gosh. So nice to meet you. Yeah. I'm very comfy today. Caroline, we switched I just spots. wanted everybody to see who, by the way, you can see us on YouTube. Yeah, if you haven't. Then that's upsetting. You should. Nashville is where mm. I went this weekend, y'all. Never been. I... I am a very proud Texan, and it's hard for me to give any other state their props ever, but I love me some Nashville. Why? It's my newest love. Listen, when you're 40 and living your best life, actually I'm 41 as of last week, Nashville is the place to be. Really? Yes. Why? There's this Las Vegas, ain't got nothing on Nashville. Bourbon Street. Ain't got nothing on Nashville. Sixth Street, Fort Worth Stockyards. I don't know if that's the only places I've been that I can compare it to. Ain't got nothing on Broadway Street in Nashville. You heard it here first, people. Yes. You heard it here first. Um, Let's count how many different positions I'm going to sit in today. (laughs) When I was there, I actually did a little true crime like I always do. And I went by football player... Former football player Steve McNair's house. Oh, and then I Tennessee looked him up, Titan. and that's when he uh, got shot by his uh, psycho side, side piece. piece number one, and then he had side piece number two, which he only got shot by one. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that is a story that is coming up. You can Google it. It was actually tragedy, national news. But I had to go to his condo, not his house. He had a house, but he also had a condo. And so that's where I went. So you could probably look at my Facebook page and see that. I'll put it on Bloody Happy Hours Facebook page. Okay, good. And then I also found out when I got back is that Jelani Day's dad, remember we talked about in the episode, Mm -hmm. he was the match. Oh, for his? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He lost his battle. Now were the were they still married? And they everything? were still married. They're still together. So oh my God, this I poor was mama. Just, I know. I was just thinking about the mom. She lost her son, Ugh. and then her husband. And within a year, was he sick? I mean, he was. I guess I mean, obvious. Yeah. I, mean, I didn't know if, if he was like the in transfusions or like if he was in remission yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But sometimes you're just your immune system so zapped at that point. And it makes me think about like if Jelani was here, would he still be able to be? I don't know. 
But remember, John Alani was his donor. Yeah. Anyway, so sad. I have a little bit of Court TV Corner. Well, let me start off by saying uh, this. It's kind of like sad, but this is the, a funny part of this. So there okay. is the case of the uh, Parkland, the Nicholas Cruz, who was the shooter of the Parkland school shooting from 2018. Oh. The name sounds familiar, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. But So he he like did the school shooting. He shot and murdered 17 people. So he his trial is coming up. But they are doing their jury selection right now. So as they're going through this jury selection, this little clip went viral. Okay. Okay. Let me just, let me just. Let me see if I can play the good one. Okay. I'm not. Question? Yes, please. And hold on, let me find your name. Miss Bristol. Yes, please. Yes. Okay, so I'm reading. So it's a whole entire month. First of all, let me clarify myself. Okay. July 7th is my birthday. The 4th is my son. The 8th is my other son. So that ain't gonna work off me. Then I'm gonna realize. Okay, hold on, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Don't talk too fast, please. We have oh. to be able to understand. Okay. So you said that the July. There's dates in, in in July that you're not available. What are July those dates? July 7th, July 4th, which is closed, and July 18th. But you're then again, I need to figure out something. I have my sugar daddy that I see every day. I'm sorry? My sugar daddy. Okay, I'm not exactly sure what you're talking about. But well, I'm married and I have my, my, my sugar daddy. Okay. And I see him every day. All right, I ma'am, we'll come back to you, okay? Thank Hello. you. Sugar. I got my sugar daddy. Okay. Wait, so, was she supposed to be on the jury? So she was on, like being selected. I guess they were, she's in front of the judge being asked about her available dates. Yeah. But she was like, well, mm, I can't do this day, this day, or this day. And then, you know, I got my sugar daddy. <laughs> so I don't know what I'm going to do because I got to go see my sugar daddy every day. And mm. the judge, her face. So the judge, she a white girl. Okay. She's actually real. I've never seen a judge that's like, she looks young and she's really pretty. Okay. Usually it's like old white men. Yeah. But she was like, huh? Wait, I got to come back to you. <laughs> Needless to say, she... Did she get selected? She got out of it. Because oh, she got a because sugar she daddy. Sugar daddy. Oh, hell. Next time I can't do something, I'm going to say, I got to see my sugar daddy. got to see my day. sugar daddy. Apparently that works. First, I need a sugar daddy. But I had to tell you that because I thought it was so funny. And whenever I that case it. comes out, we'll... I'll, I'll be all over. Update you know, I'll be watching. And then we got an update yesterday about the Gabby Petito case. Oh. She back, guys. She ain't going away. She is not. So there's an issue with Brian Laundrie's parents and Gabby's parents. So the, what what the Petitos are saying is that the Laundries knew that Brian murdered Gabby, and they didn't say anything about it, and they hid it. So now they are coming back, and they are filing a lawsuit the Petitos are filing a lawsuit against the Laundries, and they're basically saying he knew about it. They knew about it, and they didn't say anything. I don't know what the whole, yeah. how all that works, but the attorney for the Laundries tried to say it, it couldn't work because of whatever the, like, attorney-client privilege or something like that, I guess. But it's not to say that they are 100% going to trial. It's just saying they are attempting to take the lawsuit to trial and if it did it would it would happen in like a a year oh yeah it'll probably be a while 
that's hard because you got mom and daddy like that's their son no matter what he did yeah but we know what he did what was your right oh we know what he did you know daddy killed him what do you that's what you thought oh yeah yeah yeah. That, that's still my thing but i'm going back to like even though they knew what their son did they held that in because it was their son i'm not saying it's okay if it was my son i'd be like well what what is it that you made your bed you lie in it i'll put some money on your books maybe if i got some money but they just held it in and then for too long well then they they like blocked the like the mom and the dad were calling them remember and they like <sighs> wouldn't answer the phone call they wouldn't talk to him and this was like before even they had an attorney that's why i still think dad was the ultimate bully of ever like he taught brian how to be a bully i think mom is just an innocent not an innocent victim but like is victimized by the dad i think dad killed brian when he found out brian killed gabby you think he went out there and shot him yes on the camping trip but that, they put that him was out two there. different spot. Oh. Yeah, and then they, they they killed him on the camping trip. Oh. They put him wherever. That's why go. he went straight to his body. That's how they And yeah. then mom, like, would get her ass beat if she was a victim. So she just didn't say anything. She just put her hat down and, like, planted her she tomatoes. She literally did put her hat down and put her went hat and down, straight into that garden. Planted her she tomatoes. Pl- probably planted, like, his finger. And dad wouldn't let her talk. I think it's Mr. Laundry. And then the period. sister had to come out and lie. Because she came out and talked to those reporters. Whew. Anyway, we'll keep you updated because there's some juicy stuff. Okay, story number one, two, three of WTF month is the story of Alonzo Brooks. Do you know it? Do you know it? Do you know it? I don't think I do, but I did look up a lot of stories when I was trying to figure out which one to do for the second episode. And I feel like I came across him. You probably did. Was it very similar to Jelani Day? Mm, I mean, You basically similar, did the same story. Similar because he's black. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's... But was, I don't know. You tell no, me. No, wait. Oh, gosh. I feel like I do know which one it is, but I can't remember exactly. Well, let me tell you the story. Ugh. So, this kid's name is Alonzo, and this happens in Kansas. Okay. So, Alonzo Brooks was born in 1980. His mama was Maria Ramirez, and his daddy was Billy Brooks. Throughout, I didn't hear much from dad, so I have to believe that dad might have been estranged. Oh, okay. Or not as involved as mom is. Alonzo was half black and half Half Hispanic, just like me. Panda? That's black, white, and Asian. White, and Asian. <laughs> They're right. Is that what panda means? I don't know what panda means. I thought it meant you're black, white, and Asian. Maybe. I've never been called a... I've always been called a Heinz 57. Oh, that's a mix. That's like a bunch of shit mixed together. Yeah. Like ketchup. You're basically ketchup. I'm ketchup. He was the youngest of five kids and was teased by his older brother because he was coddled a lot when you're the baby you're coddled the most oh, for right sure. yeah yeah so his big brother was like would get on his mom for like spoiling him and coddling him because he was like the world is harsh and i need him to be tough right so 
Lonzo also went by Zoe. He was polite. He was very fashionable. And he was very neat and very particular where he would iron every garment of clothing that he had on, like starch down, like he had to have that crease. He would even iron his money. Have you ever ironed your money? No, I don't even have an iron. (laughs) Who has an iron? Do you have an iron? Oh, yeah, Kasupi irons. Oh, he probably does. He irons. He if is he can't cowboy. get it to the cleaners, he irons and starches it. I don't even know. That's like you spray that stuff yes. on it? Yeah, I knew you weren't black. No, but listen, I always watch my housemate, housekeepers. They would have starch. Your current or my are grandma. Up. Or grandma. Your nanny growing up. Listen, I was raised by Such Lola, who was not. Such a privilege. It was zero percent privilege because my mom, while my mom was at work, we had Lola, living, living Lola. You're actually, yeah. Listen, she went out to the car and she would come back with her hair all we disheveled. Might need to interview Lola about when you actually came to the family. She might know more about your kidnapping. She, I probably came from her family. She probably. You might be Chicana. That's what it is. It's making so much sense. <laughs> That's life. what it is. I'm the real Heinz 57. Yeah. Okay. We get so off. Okay. <laughs> so he ironed his money. He loved the color red. He loved the Kansas City Chiefs. He loved Budweiser beer and he loved Newport cigarettes. And he white. I mean, he's black. And he's black. Okay. Well, black people smoke Newports. Budweiser is very much a country fishing beer. I almost got He kind of sw- sounds like a little sweet pea. Yeah, maybe. No. Maybe. No. Okay, no. He was very athletic. He loved sports. He had tons of friends. And he was always laughing and joking. He grew up in Topeka, Kansas, which is the capital of Kansas. But later they moved to Gardner, Kansas, which is like a little bitty small town. So it was a big change for him. Because he was used to city life, and now he's yeah. like in the country. Yeah. Um, and there he worked at a maintenance slash janitorial service in Gardner. He had a bunch of friends there. So this is April 3rd, 2004. A couple of his friends called him up, and Alonzo's not a partier. Like, he doesn't usually go to parties. He's more like a homebody. But they called him up, and they're like, you got to come to this party. You got to come. And for some reason... He decided to go. Yeah. Probably because he's in Gardner, Kansas, and right? Shit else to no. do. No, yeah, yeah. So, friends came to pick him up. And all his friends were white boys. There was Justin, there was Dan, and there was another boy. I, I never found his name, Willie Fufu. So, Justin, Dan, and Willie Fufu. That was, no, that, okay. Yeah, I just made that up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> See how gullible she is, y'all. <laughs> this was no big deal to his friends and him because it was common for him to be the only brown person with his white friends. Like, it's not, it's common for me. Every time we've had a sleepover or gone anywhere, me or, or me and you are the only brown people that are there. Um, and so they were going to a party about 50 miles away to a place called Lacine. Mm-hmm. in Kansas. Um, he gave his mom a hug and he said, hey, I'll be back later. She told him to bundle up because it's Kansas and it's April, still kind of cold. Mm-hmm. He wore his beanie and he, they went. So he drove with Justin. 
And then Dan and Willie Fufu were in another car. And the party was at a farmhouse about an hour away. Still normal, I feel like. Like, there's pasture parties yeah. all the time. Yeah. There's usually keggers. There's fires, bonfires, whatever. But now they're going to this party in Lacine, but it's known as a racist town, supposedly. Another white fl- or flag flip. What was it called? It's not a flag? sundown. Yeah. Flag- oh, sundown. Okay. I was saying fat flag fair. Oh, God. Vocabulary is on point. <laughs> Um, (laughs) okay. So first I was like, why would these guys take him to a party in a town that is known a racist town, but they were his friends. Did they know? Yeah, they knew. Well, it's just a known racist town, but I had to think about when you're not racist, you don't really think about everybody else being racist. I guess like it's hard to like they didn't think, oh, we better not take him to this town, to this party in this town. Um, They were just like, oh, he's our friend. Let's go. We want him to go with us. So at first, people kind of like condemned them for taking him there. Mm -hmm. But if you really think about it, you just you're young. You don't think about stuff like that. So they came to the party. And remember, Alonzo's really reserved. He's not really outgoing, but what I think is that he had some beers on the way. So he got out of the car, and there's about 100 people at this pasture party. There's a house. People are in the house. People are around the house. They He gets out, and he's like, who wants a beer? <clears throat> and he's got his Budweiser. He's like Cameron. Like Case. <clears throat> who's Cameron? He was like the token black guy at the party. Yeah, but who's Cameron? He was in West. He was a... Oh. I didn't know if he knew Cameron. I mean, mm-hmm. you know... Well, and he was the the token black guy. Um, Sweet Pea loves being the token black guy. He actually gets pissed off when another black guy <laughs> comes in. And the black guy better not be wearing a cowboy hat, oh, too. Oh, no, still it's two black cowboys. No. Oh, no. Yeah, still He'll, thunder. like, want to fight. Not yeah. really, but really. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So he got out, and he was like, who wants a beer? So people kind of gave him, like, these weird looks, but people went on partying. Yeah. And he jumped right into the drinking game. They were probably playing, like, what, Circle of Death? Beer Pong. Drunk Driver, Beer Pong. Um, And then later into the night, Alonzo's friend Daniel said that he had to intervene on an argument that was about to be physical with Alonzo and another guy. They were in the kitchen of the house. And Daniel, Alonzo's friend, said that it was because of a racial slur. So this guy had said something inappropriate Mm -hmm. to Alonzo. But they broke up the what was going to be a a fight, and Alonzo just continued on partying. Like, he wasn't going to let it get him down. He was probably having a blast. Pasture parties have been my funnest parties ever. Right? You know, people always were like, I would not, I would hate to go back to high school. I would love to go back to high school. <laughs> you want to? Just to go to those pasture parties? I mean, it was such, such a great time in high school. Mm-hmm. And okay. college. I'll go back to everything. Go back. Take me back. Okay, so. Pasture party. Yep. Alonzo, he wasn't worried about it. Like, he just kept on, right? Oh. So, about an hour later, Daniel and the Willie Fufu. Got it. Found out there's another party in town. Mm-hmm. So they were like, hey, Alonzo, let's go to this party. 
let's go. We're about to leave. Come with us. And Lonzo was like, no, I'm good. I'm going to stay here. So Daniel and Willie Fufu left. So now he only, now out of Alonzo's three friends that are left, only one is there, and that's Justin. But that's who he drove with. So they were like, well, he rode with Justin. It's fine. Just He'll just leave when Justin leaves, right? Yeah. Alonzo didn't have a car, he did, or he didn't have a car there with him. <clears throat> so Justin had been a chain smoker because he had went through his pack of cigarettes and he needed more and so did Alonzo so Justin comes to Alonzo and he's like I need more cigarettes I'm gonna run to the store do you need anything do you want to go and Alonzo was like no but pick me up some new ports so there was there was the agreement Justin left well when he left mind you we're in BFE Mm mm-hmm Long dirt road. Yep. Instead of taking a right, he took a left. And that took him to wherever. And he spent like 30 minutes driving all out of the way. I've done this before. Yeah. And panicked and like had to call somebody to come pick me up because I didn't know where I was. So imagine it being dark. You don't know where you're at. You have and GPS. you've been drinking. Yeah. It's 2004. Yeah. I don't, dude, I don't no, even do people you, have... Google Maps then? No. I no. had to have not. Because that's when you printed up Nokia. Yes. It's when you printed up Maps. Yeah, like a damn flip phone or a razor or something. <laughs> so he got lost. When he realized, and then he got stuck somewhere. So, oh, but they did have cell phones and he did have service because according to his interview, he called his friend named Adam, who was at the party. And he called Adam and he was like, Adam, I'm lost. I got stuck. And it's not just Justin. Justin took another friend with him. Mm-hmm. We're going to try to get out. But if I can't get back there, can you please take Alonzo home? So I'm assuming Adam lives in Gardner or near Gardner to take Alonzo home. Because remember, they're an hour from home. Yeah. So Justin and his other friend get unstuck. And then they go to the gas station like planned. But instead of going back to get Alonzo, they pull out $200 from the ATM. And they go to a strip bar. Oh, shit. So maybe they felt like they were, like it's too much to try to get back out there. Alonzo's taken care of, let's just go to a strip bar. So there's ATM videos um, or footage that they are there, both of them, and they end up getting kicked out of the oh my because they're strip bar because they're plastered and high. And are they even old enough? Oh wait, how old are these people? They're twenty two, twenty three. Oh okay, okay. <clears throat> yeah. So um, they get kicked out. Of the, so they have. So Lord. that's where they're at. Yeah. Well, it turns out that that's the last time anybody sees Alonzo. He does not get a ride with Adam. It's kind of unclear why. Um, And Adam says that when he left, he didn't see Alonzo anywhere. So he assumed Alonzo left with somebody else. He just like, oh, I can't find him. Yeah, let me go. Yeah. Um. So nobody has seen him since then. So the next morning was April 4th. 
an Alonzo's house phone. This is how long ago this was. Alonzo's house phone rang, and it was his friend's. And the Mama Maria picks up the phone, and they say, hey, where's Alonzo? Did he make it home last night? And Maria had no idea. So she goes into Alonzo's room. It's very particular. They show this room on the documentary, and, like, the bed's made perfectly. It's, like, very clean. Looks not like my 20-year-old's room. And um, she, her heart drops because he always comes home. Yeah. So he's not in his room. His friends are looking for him. So she's like, hell no, he's not here. Where is he? <clears throat> so no. friends start calling other friends. She starts calling other friends. And then she calls <clears throat> his best friend, whose name is Rodney. And Come on, Rodney. Rodney, I'm pretty sure, is Snoop Dogg's. Yes. Son. He looks... Yes. And sounds, and I'm pretty sure smokes weed just like Snoop Dogg does. <laughs> so Rod, uh, he, she calls Rodney up, and she tells Rodney what's going on. Well, Rodney, when he hears the town Lacine, Lacine, he is instantly worried. So he calls up Justin, and he's like, I need you motherfuckers to take me to where this party was, where y'all left. Oh, Rodney ain't playing. No. No. So Justin is like, yes, because... The guilt is probably hitting them, right? So just Justin and um, I think Daniel and Rodney, they drive to where the party was. Lacine. And Lacine to this farmhouse. And they were like, well, maybe he just got drunk and passed out. Yeah. Maybe he's there. Happens. And but the house is empty. Like you couldn't even Tell. Whose like property was it? They it was a rental property. So oh, this party was a party yeah. of a guy that was supposedly going to the military, like he was going to be leaving like that next week, and so they're having a big like bash for him. Oh. So the house was empty, and so they just kind of searched the land around there, and they're like, "Well, did he pass out like in the grass? It's early in the morning." Well, they didn't find him, <clears throat> and they start walking closer towards the um street the main street yeah and rodney finds a boot one boot one boot oh no and then walks up and finds alonzo's beanie and then on the other side of the road is alonzo's other boot <gasps> oh shit so rodney is says later that it seems like somebody threw the garments out the window, like when they're driving, because it was like something over here. And so it wasn't the like directly in front before. of the... It was like over here. No, the house is like back. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. This was found On closer the towards road. the main yeah. road, the main highway. <clears throat> so, of course, their heart's dropping. <gasps> oh, my gosh. And then here comes some hillbilly. Oh. On a four-wheeler. They had no idea who it was. And he comes up and he's like, y'all ain't welcome here. Oh, <laughs> no. Get off of my property. Get off of this property. Oh, and that is some Ozark shit right that there. That is some Ozark. That is like, um, what's the inbred show? Like, movie with the in I'm picturing like these hillbilly inbreds. <clears throat> like with flannel jackets. and Well, like that's basically a little bit of Ozark. <laughs> mm -hmm. So... 
as soon as that guy came up, they Justin was already scared, but he was like, I made a big mistake leaving Alonzo at this party. So I'm sure I didn't really go in detail on how that drive back was. I'm sure Rodney was getting on their ass. Oh, because <clears throat> sure. you just I mean, tell me about this. Like, do you have a buddy system when you go out? Have you ever just do you leave somebody at a pasture party where they don't know anybody? No, uh, no, no. <laughs> I like I was like, let me just make sure there's a code. I feel like now if it's at a party with I mean, if maybe, I'm thinking if it's like high school, that's different because you're like, that's high school. But if it's. Yeah, like you they don't might know have anybody. Knew two people. Yeah. Alonzo knew nobody but his crew that he was out there with. Then he had already almost gotten into a fight and they're calling racial calling him a racial slur. So Justin still thought it was a good idea to leave him. But again, friends I, did say that he wasn't ready to they tried to get him to go to this other party and for some reason he didn't want to go and that'll kind of come out here at the, towards the end but they should have gone back instead of the they instead went, of going after to the, the strip, strip club, club then they went home after the strip club i guess yeah they got kicked out and they went home and they but yeah you probably should go back and get your friend yeah yeah i agree i agree so when they got back they told mama maria and of course she was scared to death. She was hoping they were going to show up in the driveway and Alonzo would be in the car. With them, yeah. So she calls the police and she's like, my son was at a party and we didn't find anything but his, we can't find him, but we found his boots and his hat and his beanie. They said, oh, how old is he? 23. Call me back in 48 hours. 48? 48 hours. So it's not even the 24. I mean, yeah, so I guess you have to be a missing person for 48 hours no. in Kansas. But then they talk about how the first 48 hours is the most crucial. Yeah. 48 hours. So why would you wait? Okay. So then she's pissed. It's the next day, April 5th. Big brother and his wife are going to Lacine. And they're like, I need to go to this house. So they go to the house. Again, it's vacant. You can't tell that there was a party with 100 people before. Nobody's there, but they do find out that it's a rental property. Yeah, they need to do some investigating because obviously these, once again, these terrible police. Yes. Not doing any investigating. <sighs> Makes you lose so much promise. So they go out there and they find out that it's a rental property. They look in the windows vacant it's empty and it just seems so weird to them that how why did they clean up this place the house is totally empty in a not even 24 hours i mean because you know there's beer cans and stuff all over the place if there's all these people and there's trash so it's all cleaned up all of a sudden and the house is empty like where's the furniture where's the dishes you just it doesn't make sense so they're driving into town because it's on the outskirts of Lacine. They drive into town and they go into the sheriff's office. Well, you have to drive, you know, through town. They're getting dirty looks. They're getting the middle finger. They're getting pointed out because there's these two brown people that are driving through this town that's notoriously racist. They get to the sheriff's office. What do the sheriff do? They tell them the story and they said, I bet he just went for a walk. Oh. 
How many times have you gone for a walk in BFE when you're drunk, <laughs> but on the way, on your walk, you take off a boot? Oh, twice. And another boot. And my hat. And, and my hat, beanie. Hat. Yeah, my beanie. Yeah. I've done it only twice. So, yeah, yeah, probably that's, twice. So that's maybe accurate. it's accurate. Yeah, they just went for a walk. They ran away. And so they mm. were trying to convince him that no, he would not. Like he's got bad ankles. He has these things in his shoes. He so that he has more walk. support. No, he's not going Why, for a walk. Who goes for a walk on a dirt road anyways? Uh, at like two AM. <laughs> no. So they left feeling hopeless, but the sheriff does do a little bit of something. And he calls Deputy Paul Phila out to the property and he says, Go and search this property, please. Just go and search. Where this deputy searched, we don't know. But where he searched, he saw no signs of Alonzo or anyone else. Like, he didn't find any garments. He didn't find Alonzo. And then they went back and they were like, well, we'll let the KBI handle it. So, remember, each state has their own, like, Mm. FBI. So, they turned it over to the KBI, which is probably better. Or we would hope. We would think. So, KBI got the case and they're like, oh, wait a minute, stop, hold up, this doesn't sound right. Like, this has to be a hate crime. Like, this kid's just not going to disappear. So, where is he? So they, I feel like, do due diligence. They call, because there's a creek bed right there by the property. Uh They call an underwater rescue team. They get cadaver dogs. They call helicopters. And... Total, they do about six searches with all these things, helicopters, and nothing. Cadaver dogs, nothing. Like, they don't find anything near the creek, around the creek, on the property. I never got if they checked, like, in the property and, like, there's a shed on the property, if they were able to check, like, inside the house or if it Did was they private property. find the owner of the property? I'm just going to try to listen. Yeah. No, no, no. <clears throat> and the owner is actually the one that ends up saying that he doesn't want the family on the property. Like, the police can search, but family can't come search. So out of all these six searches, the family is like, "Let's can we come help? Can we please come help search? And they were told no. Why? The KBI told them no. Oh. The local police told them no. We and it's not really evident why. Were they told no because they didn't want like family like crowding and like maybe messing up a crime scene? Were they told no because the property owner said no, it's private property and I get a right? I have no idea. But they weren't allowed to for this whole time, and supposedly there were six searches. So they also interviewed people from the party. Remember, there were like a hundred people there. Yeah. They did a bunch of interviews. They even like gave polygraph graph tests to people that were willing, and nothing, no leads, nothing came up, according to them. And then rumors start, right? What does Miranda Lambert say? Word got out to the barflies and the Baptists. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Or got out to she the barflies in the back. Quote a damn country song. <laughs> My mama's really? phone started ringing off the hook. 
Okay. I mean, I do know. Okay. Her, but I don't know that line. I don't remember it. So supposedly there was a fight that broke out oh. about three or four in the morning. It was like a brawl, and he was in the middle of this fight. Whether he was the target, they don't know. Um, but at this time, he had no friends there. Justin, of course, was at the strip club or kicked out by then. And then Adam, who was supposed to take him home, was gone. And then Weedle Deedle or whoever the other person. And was. Willie, they Willie had been Wonka. gone. Yeah, uh, Willie yeah, Fufu and Daniel yeah. and them had been gone. So then KBI closed the case. Oh, yeah. Because, I, I mean, I think why? But then you have no evidence that there was a murder. So I guess they just assume that he took off and is a runaway. I I don't know. I don't know why you closed the case on something like this, but they did. So the family was like, okay, but we still want to search. Can we please search? Can we please search? Let us get on the property. You don't even have to help us. And for some reason, they got a yes. And it's May 1st. So almost 30 days after this, right? Mm-hmm. So they get to go on the property and they have family and they have friends and they even got like some community volunteers and they're on the property and they had been thinking this whole time, I want to check the shed. I want to check the shed. Well, I don't think they were allowed to go in, in any other property, but they checked around the shed and out behind the shed was this ravine and then the creek. Well, Karen... Her name is her oh, literal name. Hell. She's not a Karen. It sounds She's like a Karen dead. already. She looked over and she saw what she thought was a body. And when she got closer, she saw that it was Alonzo <gasps> near the creek. And she radioed and Alonzo's uncle came. So Mama Maria's brother came and there was Alonzo right there where supposedly what? the police had searched Six times. With helicopters and everything in the dogs? Divers, cadavers. And what are they diving in? A creek? A creek that was only three feet. I just I was about to ask you. I didn't so want to, I was to like, dive. I used to go in the creek all the time and <laughs> look at the scorpions and stuff, but mm-hmm. there's nobody's gonna dive in the creek. Nobody. So and that's And that was know. literally the first time they even got on the property. They literally walked around the shed and they saw him. And they had they did not even think they were gonna find him. They thought maybe I would find they would find a wallet. Uh, yeah. Or like a piece of some his belongings. It was literally right there in the open. His whole body right there in the open. Stay tuned to a word after this break. <gasps> oh my gosh. And now a word from our sponsors. So where did I leave off? They found his body, right? Yes, I'm so stressed. I did not expect that. And they called the uncle. And the uncle was like, of course, devastated. And all he wanted to do is go and like grab his nephew. But he's logical. He was like, I don't want to contaminate any evidence. Good job, uncle. But when they were there, 
they noticed that Alonzo didn't look horrible. Like, it's 30 days later. Oh, no. And he's by a creek bed. But yeah. he really wasn't even wet. He didn't look... Remember I described Jelani Day? Like, you couldn't even tell his yeah. race because he had been... When you're in the water for so long, it does a lot to your skin, the color, like the tone and everything. He lo- He still had his color. There was some decomposition, but it was in specific areas, not like everywhere. So he looked bad like he would, but not like you would think that he had been outside for yeah. forever. So cut, keep that in mind because <clears throat> on the documentary, they talk about that. Can you tell us what what this documentary is? Is it Unsolved Mystery? Oh, yeah, okay. I will. Okay. I will. Because now I'm going to have to go watch it. So they knew, they were like, he is such an open spot. How could the police have missed this? Clearly he wasn't there and somebody moved him over there. Oh, look at you. You don't know, I, mean, I just started becoming the FBI. Were you part of the KBI? Yeah. TBI. <laughs> T- no, it's K. Texas. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Part of the Texas Bureau of WBI, Waco Investigation (laughs) Bureau. What? WIB. I'm in the web. I'm in at my own club. You want to be in it with me? Yeah. Okay. Okay, so they're thinking the same thing. They're like, if if the police did six searches, how do they miss him? He's literally in plain sight. And Sounds a little suspicious to me. So they were like, either one, the police didn't do all this searching that they claimed they did. Or oh, or somebody moved him. Mm-hmm. Either police way, knew about it the whole time. it's fishy. Yeah. Real fishy. Real fishy. The fishiest I've ever heard. The of. fishiest. Fishy as AF. Mm-hmm. Fishy AF. We're trying to be PG right now. Only for a minute. Just one minute. So, um... They called police out there, but then they also interviewed the dive team that didn't need to dive. (laughs) The dive team that did not even need to bring their equipment because the creek bed was three feet and clear. So you could see what's on the bottom. Were they wearing like fins? You could see. Yeah. So they called the dive team, and the dive team was like, who? I said wetsuits. Yes. They should just wore. uh, wet shoes is all they needed. So, water shoes. They trust water, in shoes. water shoes. So they were like, the dive team was like, he, if he was right there where you said, we searched there and we would have saw him. There's no way. Well, if he was in the creek, we would have saw him. If he was on the creek bed, we would have saw him. There's no way he would have been there. Like the dive team were like, he went there. He went there. He went there. Yeah. So, um, so then the the police, like the investigators, they were like, "Well, maybe there's this big ravine. Maybe he was stuck in the ravine, and then the creek bed filled up and it washed his body downstream." Oh, okay, yeah, because it's but such a deep, heavy flow. Yeah, it's I mean, like basically at the Guadalupe River, like you just flow it's down. Like, Niagara Texas. Falls. I don't know. Is that <laughs> so? And 
it's logical. Like that could happen. Like you stuck on shore, then the creek rises, and so you're washed down the shore. Manhattan right? Pretty much rise pretty high, right? real high, yeah, like from three feet. But his belongings. Alonzo still had his wallet on him, things in his pocket, a bandana, and in his wallet, his driver's license. Fine. Movie car. Fine. Wallet. Fine. Handkerchief. Fine. There's paper, paycheck stubs in his wallet, ink one run through. Like, if anything, if paper was in water, yeah. you'd be able to know. Remember For, Brian Laundrie's yes, letter? Yes, yes, yes. Like, or, yeah, it was a notebook, letter, notebook, notebook in the wet Couldn't bag. even tell. Yeah. All of his stuff. And so on this documentary, the mom pulls it out. She's like, look, this is his wallet. Fine. His movie card. Fine. Like, all the things that water would damage yes. was not damaged so is it sus or is it sus it's complete sus it's sus so we have two wtfs oh my gosh what the fuck happened to alonzo brooks and then where the fuck was his body <laughs> until may 1st oh my gosh right yes I think we're not rated G anymore. No, that was just for one minute. <laughs> so here's the most, there's theories as there always are. Yeah. Right. People like us, they're like, what if this happened? What? If, so what are you thinking right now? Like what's just in your uh, mind? I'm thinking he, whoever they were, he was fighting with, they like took him and like roughed him up and then they just probably beat the crap out of him and then they ended up killing him and then they knew people were looking for him and then they kept him wherever and then once they knew the pol probably somebody had to end with the police i don't know and then the he was like oh they're not they're done searching let's just go dump him out there and they dumped him and they left or something or maybe yeah. the owner or the person on the four-wheeler or something you're getting so good at this Eleven <gasps> <laughs> <Loving> wib <laughs> Waco Investigations Bureau. <laughs> we just made it. Let's start a Facebook page. Okay. <laughs> I'm president. Okay. You are president. Okay. Which the president really doesn't do anything anyway. So. Oh, that's why you want to be president. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or I could be VP. I mean, no. <laughs> no, I'll be president. So one theory, and this is what the cops want to believe, okay. is that <sighs> Alonzo got drunk and went for a walk. Yeah, okay. And on that walk, yeah. he got hurt and he died. Stump. Okay. And then he crawled. But he didn't but walk he towards didn't, the road yeah, where didn't. his boots were. No. So, oh, actually, he would have needed to walk towards the road, Drop throw off his, his boots. boots, and then walk back, all the way back behind the house to the creek bed. But not until after the dive team was done. May 1st. So he walked until <laughs> so May 1st. Yeah, he's crawling. He did. That's, that's, that's what a is lot. that? That's like cross-country tour. Well, he must be real fit. He's real fit. Wow. And then... One theory is, I already said that one, okay. The most common theory is that it's straight up murder, which is what I think, it's what Caroline thinks. So some people think that people at the party, okay, so since this has gone on, people at the party says that he was hugged up with this pretty white girl. Oh yeah, for sure. And they were loved up, they were getting close, and then other people at the parties did not Her like ex that. Her ex-boyfriend was starting to get including, real jealous. And like, you need to get off of that black eye. Yes. No. We don't and, go to Blacksville around here. Yeah. And she's like, we're not together anymore. I'm with Alonzo. 
Oh, I'm with the Zoe. I'm with the Zoe. And then she starts rubbing up on him, and they go into the back room, and then they, they get finished, and then they come, and they start beating him up, and she's real drunk, and then she ends up going home, and she's like, oh, whatever, and then... I see, I can see it all. I can see it all. Okay, so there's never the president of the WIB. It's never happened to me before, but I'm just saying this is probably what I think. Look so. at listen to the president of the WIB. She just president solved the crime. WIB right here. So there's a guy by the last name of Boone. Oh, it sounds terrible. <laughs> That's a, it, I'm already done. Can we leave? Podcast over. Boone. And supposedly. Now, let me tell you about this town. This town doesn't have a Walmart. They don't have a McDonald's. They don't even have a Dairy Queen, which I guess maybe that's only in Texas. So it's, ba- I don't even know what's in this town. There's like nothing. I mean, even West has more than, like they even have Dairy Queen. Yes. And they have McDonald's now. And they, a McDonald's. Yeah. So oh, that's this so family is a very prominent family in Lus- Lusine. whatever. And so I'm like, what constitutes prominent? Do they have like the biggest double wide they have the largest double wide of yeah. all the town yeah. yeah yeah they do yeah yeah they do or do they have the most teeth oh that's another <laughs> yep of mm-hmm. everybody else in the town yep or are they the only family that has not married a cousin oh that's a good one no either incest. or the boom family they're are yeah. legit yeah and lacine yeah, they're basically like the Kennedys of Lucene. Yeah. Yeah. Lucene yeah. or the Kardashians? Oh yeah, they're they're the no, because Kardashians they like some black boys, so they oh they can't be the Kardashians. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So but the Kardashians now they're into tattoo white boys. So wait, they you were into black and now they're into white. Okay. Oh so. oh, black guys are out. Shit. Oh yeah, black guys are out. Out. It's now it's tattoo tatted up white guys. Ooh. Okay, so obviously yeah. this Boone family was legit. And that one of the guys that Alonzo was arguing with was a member of the Boone family. And they just know how to make things disappear, go away. And they know a way of threatening people to not tell on them. So that's one theory. But the family is very much convinced that his body was not at the place that they found it for those 30-ish days. Um, and then there are rumors in town that the body was actually kept in a freezer on the property mm-hmm. until they thought the searches were over. Basically what I said. Basically what you said. WIB. But here's the problem is the, aut- did I, did I talk about the autopsy. No. The autopsist ruled the body like they said that the body, it was inconclusive, basically. They could not determine a manner of death. And there's no way to determine if the body has been frozen for a period and then thawed back out. So they couldn't even rule in or rule out the frozen theory. They couldn't rule out. The body was like, um, they didn't see any other wounds. So, so no there wasn't a wounds, shooting, no, sh- no stab wounds, gunshot wounds, no gunshot wounds, but there was a lot of trauma to the neck area. But according to this autopsis, you cannot tell was that from being outside? Being outside? Was there stabbing? Was there shooting? Like he, it was ruled 
inconclusive again. So we need Joe Scott Morgan on this. We need Joe Scott or Dewey. Do you yes. Okay. He is the best. He's the one who talked all about Gavin. Oh, okay. He's on Nancy Grace a lot. That's how I know. So years and years and years went by. And did the they get another closed. autopsy? The case was closed. Okay. And rumors kept coming, but they still had no answers. And then in March of 2019, <gasps> they got a letter. Oh my. From the KBI. And the case was closed, but now it's officially closed. So maybe there's steps. To close in a case. Yeah, because I read something about some other case I was looking at, and I was like, oh, my gosh, this case, they're just going to close it? I think I texted you, and I was like, can't believe they're closing it. I don't know what it was about. But I guess that's what that's like a typical there's procedure. Three, there's two closes. You close once, and then you close again officially. So okay. this is the – they got a letter. Like, they couldn't even call them. And the family was, of course, devastated. But it, here comes Netflix. Oh! Unsolved Mysteries. Yes. Did a reboot of the show Unsolved Mysteries. Did you watch this reboot? I I watched a little. This is the thing. I watched a little bit of season one. Yeah. And then I got pissed because they were all unsolved. (laughs) Yep. That's why it's called Unsolved. Yeah. Yeah. But I was just like, (laughs) I wanted an answer. I was so mad. So then I didn't watch season two. Which is why we haven't done a month of Unsolved because it pisses Caroline off. You get so mad. I'm like. So Netflix did the Unsolved Mystery reboot and they happened upon the Alonzo Brooks case and they were like, hell no, we're picking this shit up. So the family, though devastated, there was a light at the end of the tunnel because maybe if this case goes nationwide, which it did. It's actually, I think, episode four, and it's called No Ride. Go watch it. It's really good. I will. Watch them all. Season one was great. They had a season two, and it was semi-great. It wasn't as great. I think I finished with some UFO case, and I was like, this is stupid. Yeah, I don't even think I watched that one. It was because it wasn't about Marshall Applewhite. So after this episode aired... People were obsessed. Me and Alyssa got really obsessed about it. And we were like, really? Yes, we did. When? <laughs> we went back. Oh, when you turned it off, we still watched it. <laughs> so. Were we together? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hundreds and thousands of tips came in after this. Was Hundreds aired. and thousands? Hundreds and thousands. Hundreds. After hundreds came thousands of oh, okay. tips. Okay. Three of the hundreds and thousands (laughs) were good. Okay. And what they say enough (gasps) to reopen the case. Yes. And offer a $100,000 reward (gasps) for any information. But not only that exhume Alonzo's body, because what happened is that autopsis, was bullshit. <gasps> I knew it. He later on, it later on came out that he would take selfies with the bodies. Oh no! And that supposedly he would instead, you know, when he would take the organs and 
harvest do things with the organs. Like he just wasn't very professional, legit, <laughs> or what's the word? Uh, ethical. No. He was wasn't um, very ethical. Normal. Moral. Like moral. So his name, his credibility was shot. Clearly, as it should be. <laughs> so they got another one. I feel. I feel like they should have got another one right away when they were like, "Oh, we don't know what happened." Yeah. Okay. But seventeen years later, they Where? had another autopsy done, and this person ruled it a homicide. So yeah. on April fifth, my birthday, twenty twenty one. So literally a year and a week ago, uh huh, it was ruled a homicide seventeen years ago. Almost to the day, because remember, he went missing on April 4th. On April 5th, 17 years later, it was ruled a homicide. And so now the family have a new sense of hope. Because before, they knew something had gone wrong. For all this time, they knew something had gone wrong. But nobody really co-signed on that with them. Yeah. They didn't I believe. wonder how they ended up picking up this case. You know. I, so it so used to be you would many. write them in. Like you could. Oh, because they used to have it on. Like, yeah. Did you watch weekly? it? You didn't watch it growing up? Yeah. Yeah. So watch growing up and they would say, if you have cases, you mm-hmm. want to, whatever. So they picked this one up, which gladly so. And that's the only reason why I knew about it. Yeah. 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 Um, we had to go to Kansas and I looked for what we weren't going through this town. And I even looked on the sundown town list to see if this is, I was like, well, what if this is sundown town? Because that's what came up during Jelani's days, but it wasn't. There's a list? There's a list in each state of like what what could be sundown towns or what used to be sundown towns. So it's like basically you watch it. I'm telling you, you got to do different types of things when you drive when you're black. Oh, well, good thing I don't drive anywhere. And I guess I'm not black, so. Yeah. So that's where we're at. Like the ending is like a dot, dot, dot. That's why I hate these cases. So did you ever okay, at so any point think. Wait, did they get another autopsy? Did they exhume him? Like what? They exhumed him and they did the autopsy and that's how they were able to rule it as suicide. And they had. Did figured, I miss that part? I don't know. I don't even know if I said it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, then they rolled it a suicide? I'm sorry, sorry. Homicide, oh homicide, homicide. <laughs> sorry, homicide. They ruled it a homicide, and that's why the family's happy. But what they did find is, remember I said that there oh, was... The fir- first it was undetermined? Undetermined. Okay, and then they... Because there was no trauma to the body, but the, the this coroner saw all the trauma to the neck and that the body did not decompose... In the manner that it should have decomposed if it was outside in this. In the elements. In the elements. I always am so curious how you can exhume a body and you can tell the same things from that, that long later, like 17 years later, five years, whatever. Every casket, they're supposed to be made to where, like, there's a lifetime on caskets. So, like, if you go to a funeral, you see this person in a casket, if you bury them and then exhume them 
25 years later, they are to look the same way. The casket preserves them. I thought you went to bones and dust. Oh, not if they're in a casket. Dust to dust. Ashes to ashes. Ashes to ashes. It's when you get cremated. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) So these caskets in there. No, I thought after like now maybe before like when they they used to get buried in a wooden box. So when people choose caskets, they choose who doesn't have a casket if you're not cremated. You don't get a casket. No, you get a. You have to have a casket. Yeah, but you can get like there's different like grades of caskets. That's why they're so expensive. Yeah, they are. So skin stays on. Yes, you look the way that you do. Your body's preserved. Because you get embalmed. Yes. But I thought that this, thought you turned, you like lost your skin and you're basically, I thought thought when they lift people up and excavate, whatever, elevate, (laughs) levitate, (laughs) exhume, that it's like skeletal. It's only like that on the movie Poltergeist. That's because I know that movie, Caroline. Caroline. <laughs> Yo, my goodness. Caroline gets smarter each episode. Do you have a tip for the Alonzo Brooks case? You can call 816-474-TIPS. And you can give them tips. And if it leads to the apprehension, is that the word? Of the murderer of Alonzo Brooks, then you could get $100,000, but not even that, you can give the family peace. I feel like you just did a late night infomercial. Probably. Like 1-800-CALL-BIG-BOOBS or whatever. Like, what did they used to do it? That's like all that would replay at night. Like, <laughs> you should have, all those your parents like should have made your TV go off. Y'all, I'm sure my TV was ants. By episode that time. three done. We have one more next week, and me and Caroline are for the first time going to tag team the Missy Beavers <gasps> show. No, no story. I bet we could even play the video on there. Oh, the um, the security footage. Yeah, footage. So. People have been wait. Their mouth has been watering for the Missy Beavers episode. So we're going to try to do it justice and tell you all that we know with the insight of being former Camp Gladiator. Um, Never forget to Um, stay aware, stay alive, and always be DTF. Always, always, always. Down to find. uh, Join my WIB group. Wait. Yeah. Wait. Waco Investigation Bureau. Yeah! Join her group. Bye! has been a Rogue Media Podcast.